This is Crowcasts, the podcast from Crow in the UK, a leading audit, tax, advisory and risk firm with global reach and local expertise. In our podcasts, you will hear from our specialists offering insight and pragmatic advice to businesses of all sizes, professional practices, non-profit organisations, pension funds and private clients. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to this Crow podcast. My name is Julian Hanrahan and I'm a director for Crow Financial Planning. We are an independent financial advisory company within the Crow UK group. This podcast is entitled What is Financial Planning? and is intended to provide some general guidance to help you understand what financial advisors do and to give you some important questions to ask if you decide that financial planning advice is something you would like to pursue. I've been a financial advisor now for over 30 years and during that time I've helped people from all different walks of life with a whole range of different needs and aspirations. No two clients are the same and everyone has their own unique life story to tell which makes my job very interesting and at times quite challenging. What I've noticed along the way is that there are some common reasons why people seek financial advice. Probably the most common reason is a general apathy when it comes to making financial decisions. Let's face it, Most people don't get too excited when it comes to their pension or life insurance policies. There are plenty of other interesting activities that will take precedence and these financial matters tend to slip down to the bottom of the list. Over time, this can turn into an accumulation of plans which can become increasingly difficult to understand and perhaps no longer meet the need they were originally taken out for. The longer things are left, the more difficult it then becomes to get motivation to take action. For example, we often come across clients who have moved from one job to another and have perhaps four or five different pension plans with different employers' pension schemes. These, in turn, can each have a different approach to providing retirement benefits. Is it any wonder we are put off making decisions? It's difficult to know where to start. Another reason people seek advice is that they are time poor. Even if they do have some knowledge and inclination to make some financial planning decisions themselves, they just don't have the time. It could be that work or family commitments get in the way. Sometimes we see that clients have started organising their own financial affairs with the best of intentions and then other commitments get in the way. This could mean many months or even years before they're able to get back on track to review them again. This can lead to missing critical deadlines or opportunities that may arise without even realising it. A further reason for seeking financial advice is a lack of knowledge. I think it's fair to say that most of us have general knowledge of financial matters such as investments or pensions but perhaps not enough to make what could be considerable financial decisions. The world of financial planning and tax is ever-evolving and complex, and therefore it is easy to either misunderstand or to become out of date with what current legislation allows us to do. This has particularly been the case with pensions. With constant changes to the annual allowance for making pension contributions and to the lifetime allowance for how much your overall pension pot can be valued at before further tax is applied on accessing the pension. I've come across many new clients in recent years who have fallen foul of changes to pension rules and face additional tax as a result. It is very easy to do nothing and still get caught out. Having said all of this, there are many people who still decide to manage their own affairs and in this age of search engines, apps, platforms, robo-advice, there is no shortage of providers offering an online solution. This can be useful but they have their limits. Some provide a good range of investments to choose from, but ultimately leave the decision-making to you. The risk you are taking, when and if you should sell or purchase, how good the fund is compared to others, and the costs are down to you to research and decide. 
Others have a more limited range of solutions with a one-size-fits-all approach to risk and again don't offer advice beyond a limited number of tick box questions to lead you to a set direction. These can sometimes also be costly for the limited service they do provide. None of these options replace the personal approach that dealing with an advisor can offer. So what exactly can an advisor do for you and how should you go about choosing one? Well, there are lots of different approaches to financial planning to help you achieve your financial goals. However, the range of services can differ between different advisors and you will want to be confident that you can choose the right approach and services to meet your needs. You will need to ask your prospective advisor the services that they will provide for you and satisfy yourself that they will fit with your needs. A good financial advisor will take the time to find out about you, asking questions about your current circumstances, your employment position, your family and your finances, but also, just as importantly, about your goals and what you want to achieve in the future. It is not just about the hard facts and figures, but really getting to understand what is important to you, the softer facts. In addition, that they take time to really understand your risk profile, the risk you're prepared to take versus the potential reward. This can differ widely depending on your own experience, your preferences, your age and your objectives, the name of you. It is very important to get this right and to regularly review it. This is to ensure that the risk profile still matches your own feelings and also to ensure that any investments you have are still in line with your preferred approach. As well as the level of risk you're prepared to take, they will need to assess your capacity for loss, your ability to continue to meet your essential spending requirements. Your advisor should work with you to build a comprehensive plan tailored to meeting your goals and aspirations. Whether that is understanding your retirement needs, protecting your family, how you wish to pass on your wealth or a range of other needs. This should, where possible, be an holistic approach, considering your wider position. As well as the services an advisor can provide, there are also other non-financial benefits such as time saving and the reassurance and peace of mind that working with a trusted advisor can bring. In addition, your advisor will be able to help you to take advantage of tax efficient planning techniques and keep you informed about changes in legislation which may impact you. Making use of tax allowances and exemptions consistently can save you large amounts of tax and add real value to your investments over time. A good advisor should also be able to work alongside other professionals such as a solicitor or accountant to achieve a cohesive approach for you. For example, understanding how you plan to make your will and distribute your estate or who will be acting as your attorney should you lose capacity later in life. Having your trusted advisors working together can make real sense. How your advisor communicates with you is also an important consideration. This has especially been the case during the COVID-19 lockdown period. Some of us prefer all of our communication to be online now, to be able to log in securely, see our plans, update our details or upload documents and be able to email the advisor to ask questions. Also to keep the amount of paper generated to a minimum Others prefer to have contact by phone or perhaps video call. Quite a number of our clients have communicated in this way recently. But many will still prefer face-to-face -face meetings, a chance to sit down and discuss their situation with a person who understands them. This could be at your home, place of work, or perhaps you prefer to meet at the advisor's office. So make sure you find out what access you have to your advisor and how they can communicate with you. Another important aspect of financial planning is the ongoing service that you will receive. How regularly will your advisor carry out a review? Some clients have more complex needs which require more regular reviews and meetings. 
perhaps quarter or half yearly. For others, once a year is plenty. What will be included in the ongoing review service? It's important that a review is meaningful and covers off the important elements. These should include the performance of your investments and pensions relative to the market benchmark, the risk you're taking compared to your personal risk profile, including the asset allocation of your investments, the tax position, the transactions that have occurred during the period, any changes to your personal circumstances, making use of allowances available and confirmation that the plans you have in place are still suitable for purpose, to name a few. A statement providing just evaluation does not represent a review and therefore make sure you understand what your advisor intends to provide to you. So what will it cost to take on a financial advisor? Fees can be difficult to differentiate between advisors as they may charge in different ways depending on the services they provide. However, it is important that you spend time to understand exactly how much they will charge you. Whichever way they charge their fees, you need to understand how much you will be paying them in total for their services, and they should provide this in writing before you make any decision to proceed. Typically, an advisor will charge a fee for any initial work that they carry out. For example, work resulting in recommendations to change your current plans or take out new plans. In addition, they will charge a fee for ongoing work for example, providing a review report and having an annual meeting with you. So fees could be made up of an advisor's hourly rate, a flat fee for advice based on the work that they're undertaking, a percentage of funds to be invested, or commission on insurance products an advisor recommends. Don't forget that these are the advisor fees and don't include the charges for the plans and investments that they're recommending. Some advisors may also apply charges should you decide to leave them in the future like a surrender penalty. So make sure you check with them what their policy is. You should not incur penalties or additional charges for deciding to go elsewhere if you're not happy with a service. You need to be happy that your advisor is adding value. Nobody likes paying fees, but if they are doing a good job, this should ultimately improve your position. For example, having a strategic plan, saving tax, getting improved performance, or just saving your time. So how can you gauge how good an advisor will be? Well, probably be the best way to find out is what the existing clients say about the advisor. This could be feedback that they have provided. A good advisory firm should be asking their clients for regular feedback so they can continually improve their service. Ask your prospective advisor if they have feedback and if you can see the results. Also, is it possible to speak to some of their existing clients with their approval so that you can ask your own questions? In addition, the advice firm may have won some recognition awards for their service. Ask your advisor about these. Now, there are two types of financial advisor and it's important that you understand the type of advisor you're dealing with. The two types are an independent advisor who will be able to source solutions for you from the whole market, considering all products from all providers, which should be given without bias or restriction, or a restricted advisor who will be limited to the types of products and providers that they or their firm are able to recommend. You should make sure you are comfortable with their approach and whether this meets your needs. In addition, some financial advisors will provide their own investment solutions rather than offer outsourced solutions, and you should make sure that you're aware of which will be offered to you. Financial advisors are regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA. 
An advisor needs to pass qualifications and keep up to date with a minimum of 35 hours of continual professional development each year in order to practice financial planning. They will need to obtain a statement of professional standing each year which shows that they have achieved the minimum standards required. The minimum qualification is a diploma in financial planning. Some advisors may also achieve further advanced diploma qualifications, chartered status or certified financial planner status, which shows that their commitment to furthering their knowledge in more complex planning and adherence to high professional standards. Experience is also key. How long have they been practicing for and the type of work they have been undertaking can provide you with some reassurance that they can meet your requirements. Ask your advisor what experience and qualifications they have. As well as some of the points raised in this podcast, you will also need to ask yourself some questions. A good relationship with your financial advisor is built on mutual trust. If they understand you and you get on well with them, you are likely to achieve a better experience and outcome for the longer term. So make sure you meet your financial advisor and ask yourself, will I get on with this advisor? Does this advisor understand my goals and what I'm trying to achieve? Can I work with them? So this podcast has hopefully highlighted what financial planning is, how a financial advisor can add value to your planning, and some points to consider when you're selecting an advisor. Like many decisions, it is worthwhile putting in some research and due diligence at the outset. Make sure you understand the services the advisor will provide you, what they will charge you, and making sure that they are a good fit for you. This topic is also covered as a short article on our Crow UK website under Insights called What is Financial Planning? which highlights some of the main points raised in the podcast. I hope that you found it useful and please listen to our other Crow podcasts which cover a range of interesting topics. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Crowcasts. For more information about Crow, our services, industries we advise and insights, visit crow.co.uk. We are an independent member of Crow Global, the eighth largest accounting network in the world. You can connect with us on social media by following Crow UK on LinkedIn or at Crow UK on Twitter.